Welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're doing really, really well and I'm super, super grateful to have you joining me today. In fact, today's episode, I am going to be talking about all things emotional eating, in particular, why emotional eating isn't a bad thing. Now, one thing that we hear a lot is, obviously there's a lot of talk around emotional eating. Um, It's something that we work through and it's something that we find other coping mechanisms so we don't always just turn to food. Like, as we know, emotional eating, the goal isn't to completely get rid of it and never do it again because you can still emotionally eat. Like sometimes I eat from an emotional place but it's mindfully. It's when we're in that place where it's like the mindless emotional overeating. It's very regular and our only coping mechanism is turning to food. That's when we want to delve into it more. But obviously when we talk about emotional eating, there's often such a very negative energy around it. And for a lot of people, myself in the past included, when I was in really vicious uh, battles with emotional eating, it makes us feel very guilty for experiencing those behaviours and feeling really um, bad for turning to food. And I guess as well, like maybe if you experience this, I know for me in the past, I felt like a lot of shame around emotional eating. So today I want to completely reframe that. I want to completely switch the perspective on it and actually go through why your emotional eating isn't actually a bad thing, which I know (laughs) probably goes against what you've maybe been made to feel before. Like I say, there's so much conversation around emotional eating, we can feel like it's a super negative thing and we should never do it. But actually, I'm going to like flip that round today. We're going to completely work away from that and actually look into why it's not a bad thing. So if you are somebody who notices emotional eating, then you need this episode today because not only is it going to shift your mindset on emotional eating and help you have a more compassionate mindset, it's also going to really help you work through emotional eating. So make sure to listen on because there's some really, really interesting things that we're going through today. Before I do go into that though, two things that I want to go through this week. First one, of course, is crystal. Every single week, bringing the crystal along and I've actually, um, so in my office, um, if you follow my Instagram, you might actually see some of um, the crystal shells I've got on a few of my videos, but I've got loads of different shells with all my crystals on and so I've had a little nosy round this morning and yellow adventuring was screaming to me. At the minute, I'm really like, loving yellow crystals which actually I'm going to talk about in a second I'll tell you a little bit more about why and so I've brought along yellow adventuring bloody fantastic crystal is linked to the solar plexus chakra so it is actually all about like um being more comfortable within who you are um awakening who you are which obviously we freaking love that energy anyway but the big reason why I've brought it along today is it's very good for increasing focus and easing anxiety and I feel like there's often a lot of anxiety and stress and worry around emotional eating and we're going to start working through some of those emotions today. So that's why I've brought along um, yellow adventuring. But as I was actually just saying there, it's the second thing I want to quickly talk about. Um, I feel like <laughs> on here recently, I've not really done 
like a bit of an update with you all. Um, sometimes like I do quick updates about things about like me and, and, and some things that may give you insight on your journey. And there's one thing that I've been kind of working through, working on recently. And there's a few things that have come up to me um, through this process that I know is going to give a lot of you some insight on your journey as well. So I just want to quickly delve into that because um, obviously, as you'll all know from my other episodes where I've talked about my story a bit more, a big thing that I've worked on is food relationship, relationship with body and overall just becoming a healthier version of me which I'm definitely at now but I always say to people like the thing is with growth it's there's not like this end point it's not like oh it's over like growth is a really continuous thing and that's why we just go with the flow and we go with the process of growth and this is like something I'm really really passionate about saying because one thing recently that I've been delving into a little bit more is even more work on the relationship with my body um because I've noticed recently as always you know you know where we have those little uh triggers or these things come up and things come to the surface like I've been delving a lot more into my spiritual practices and through that process of, of delving into that even deeper than ever before a lot of things have been coming up to the surface when it comes to like the relationship with myself and my body image and things along those lines so I've been delving into that a heck of a lot more which is why I actually mentioned about the yellow crystal because because the yellow crystals especially when they're with the solar plexus it's a lot to do with um confidence being more comfortable with who you are a lot of work on uh, self-image and being more radiant within who you are and that's why I've been really called to like yellow crystals at the minute because I'm really moving deeper into that place and I kind of wanted to share this as well because I think sometimes it can be easy to think oh well growth just ends but it can be a continuous thing and that's beautiful in my opinion because it means that you can continually grow into even better spaces you can continually to grow on the things that you need to and so yeah recently I've been delving a lot more into like body image and self-image on an even deeper level with myself because I basically had this realization my body image has come like a long way and I feel a lot better within myself and more confident and just more body neutrality like I've realized my body's not in most interesting thing about me and I'm in a really positive place there but then I noticed some like past triggers and some other situations were like coming up and making me feel certain types of ways an example one thing that I've struggled with a lot because of the relationship with myself and past experience is setting boundaries but because that setting boundaries or communicating has sometimes felt like a struggle it's an impact to the confidence I have within myself so as you can see I've been working on a variety of different areas just to ultimately enhance the relationship with myself and move into an even more radiant place, which I'm just going to keep talking about here and there on the podcast, because I think it's really nice just to like realise that there's not an end point that we allow ourselves to just keep growing and glowing and making progress, but also that it's safe to delve into things and it's okay to delve into things as well and that's kind of where I'm at now like just really delving into relationship with myself more like delving into more deeper connection with sense of self really working more on the self-image and ultimately just completely moving into a more me version of me (laughs) I'm already me but I'm moving into a like even more me version because I actually said um 
to Elliot, my partner, the other day. I was like, it's crazy because like I look back at some photos of me from a few years ago and I'm like, I don't recognize her now, <laughs> which sounds really bizarre. Um, and that's like the thing with grief, you know, we just let ourselves go on these paths. And even if sometimes we have like no idea why these paths are happening or why these tough feelings are coming up, they come up for a reason because they align us in some way. But one thing that has come up to me actually, and yesterday I was doing some meditation and one thought came up to my head, which I think is going to be really important for a lot of people listening, is growth and healing is so important and committing to that is necessary and it's beautiful and it's a big, big part of your journey. But don't get into the place where you begin overanalyzing yourself too much because I have done this um, and I've done this pretty recently as well. I was in a place of a lot of growth um, a lot of learning more about, uh, you know, self-growth, personal, personal development myself, which is fantastic. But I was getting so into it that everything I was doing, I was overanalyzing myself. And I started being quite negative towards myself because of that. So yes, work on the healing and the growth because I'm, I'm still committed to that. And it's really important when it comes to your journey. But just try not to go to that place where you get so deep into it that you own overanalyze everything about yourself and you stop letting yourself enjoy life because you get so deep into the healing. And it's all, like I always say, it's that balance and that duality. We need to have the growth and the healing and committing to that deeper work. But we also still need to have the fun and the enjoyment and just the love and the, the abundance because we need both on the journey we don't want to get too deep into the inner growth that we overanalyze everything about ourselves and we become really really harsh to ourselves so that's just one thing that kind of really screamed out to me recently and I've been putting a stop to because I noticed for me I was getting so freaking deep into it that I was stopping myself from enjoying things because I was just like in this really deep inner healing mindset and I just think for me anyway with my personal experience and my best advice to people is to make sure we have that nice balance between the two to ultimately support you um on your journey but that's just like a little bit of an update a few things that have come up to me recently actually one last thing is make sure you make time to do the things that you're feeling called to as well like recently um I'm terrible like terrible at art um painting um drawing it's not my forte I'm not freaking good at it but recently I've had a really deep call in to get some canvases and just paint not like anything specific, not to get like try and get better, just literally just to paint and to express and to just really enjoy that moment. And the thing I wanted to say here is A, for me, this is gonna be fantastic for my inner child. Like she's gonna be freaking loving that. And I'm just feeling called to it. Like <clears throat> I'm a huge believer of trusting your intuition. And my intuition has been saying like, get a little bit more creative, get a bit more colorful, like let yourself do these things. And if you're in that place and there's things that you wanna do, even if you're not good at them, you're still allowed to do them. Actually, I was having a conversation with my best friend yesterday um, and she actually spoke about this with me and I thought, you know, this is freaking fantastic. And it's so true because even if you're not like <clears throat> absolutely fantastic or something or you don't think you're good at it, but you feel called to doing it, please let yourself do it. Let yourself trust your intuition and do the things that you're feeling called to. Another example, one of my clients recently, she's been really called to um, trying out new hobbies in her local area. And she's like, but what if I'm not good at them? Like, what if I don't make friends? I was like, go do it because you're feeling called to do it. 
and that's that's it we've got to tap into that and give ourselves permission no matter what so there's just a few nuggets of wisdom that nobody asked for today but you were getting anyway um because i do think having those reminders on your journey is really important but let's jump into emotional eating let's have a conversation about why your emotional eating isn't actually a bad thing so first thing is as i always say emotional eating isn't caused by the food it's caused by the emotion at hand and i want you to think of a time where you've um notice emotional eating or urges to emotionally eat and they've been coming up for you now when you reflect on these as well <clears throat> one second my voice by the way when i talk at the minute it keeps like just going really dry and i have no idea why so i do apologize about that but yeah i want you to think of a time where you've emotionally eaten you've had the urge to emotionally eat i want you to think about it and i want you to think about what was actually going off at that moment what was actually causing that emotional eating? What was actually leading to it happening? And the reason I'm asking you this, so like I said earlier, emotional eating has had such a negative image given to it that we feel intense guilt, intense shame, and we feel really, really negative around our emotional eating behaviours, which first of all, if we feel really negative towards a behaviour, it often becomes a bit harder to work through it, because we get really harsh with ourselves, put a lot of pressure on ourselves, that it's hard to work through, and this is one thing I always say to my clients, if there's a behaviour right now that you want to work through, rather than being really negative towards yourself, resenting it and being horrible to yourself for experiencing this, it's focused on having more acceptance, going, I accept where I am right now. I want to change this. I'm going to change this because this behavior is not serving me, but I accept the here and now. Rather than going, oh, being horrible to yourself, being really harsh, being really negative, putting so much pressure and so much negative energy on it that it actually becomes harder to work through it. It's so much easier to work on a behavior or like um, a mindset or a belief that you've got <clears throat> if it's coming from a place of acceptance. It's accepting where you're at and going, I am desiring change, I'm working on change, but I accept where I am now. And acceptance doesn't mean that it's like, I accept where I am, I just have to stay this way, like it's fine. It's going, no, I accept, but I'm working on change. And that is, first of all, going to be really key for you making long-term progression and really helping you work through those behaviours or mindsets that aren't aligning to you. So that's the first thing. The other thing as well is your emotional eating, and the best thing I can like remind you here is all it is, is a call to action. It's nothing once again leading back to what's earlier obviously all that guilt and shame to move away from that let's reframe it okay so you've got an urge to emotionally eat okay you're noticing emotion more emotional eating at the minute rather than allowing allowing that shame to like consumers let's reframe it and let's go what is this trying to tell me what is this emotional eating trying to show me how is this emotional eating trying to guide me what's going off and reframing is one of the most powerful and important things and tools to use on your journey. As I always say, it's not just about nutrition and exercise. Your mindset stuff, they are the foundations and the game-changing part to getting you to a healthier you. And reframing is so important. So what we've done here is it's gone from my emotional, emotional eating is really bad. I feel really a lot of shame around it. To now going and reframing it what is my emotional eating trying to tell me? 
because your emotional eating is a call to action. You are experiencing, once again, that the emotional eating is caused by the emotion. So you are experiencing some form of emotion, which is leading you to either turn to food to suppress what you're feeling and numb it. Maybe you're turning to food because you're struggling to identify how you're feeling, how whatever it is, is being caused by an emotion. And there's emotion present and all that is, is your mind going, okay, something's going off right now. We're feeling a type of way. That's why we're turning to food. And it's it's telling you, start exploring what's going off. Rather than going, I'm emotionally eating. I feel like I'm doing a terrible thing. I'm being really harsh to ourselves. Let's use it as an opportunity to grow. You know me, I talk about it all the time. Growth mindset is everything. Using opportunities as ways to grow and learn and to act in an aligned way and emotional eating is just a way to help you act in more alignment because it's trying to tell you that something's going on so the best thing that I'd advise when you are emotionally eating a lot or you've got lots of regular urges use these urges and these situations as an opportunity to give yourself space to explore how you feel Rather than instantly beating yourself up and being really negative towards yourself, go, okay, this is compassion. So I accept what's happening. What's it trying to tell me? Once again, as I've spoken in other episodes, compassion is about acceptance and kindness, not being an arse to ourselves, but also growth and looking at what we can do forward to support ourselves. And this is what it lets us do here. I've got these urges to emotionally eat. I am emotionally eating a lot. Rather than being horrible, we go, okay, I'm going to be accepting, I'm going to be kind to myself, and what's it trying to tell me? What's going off right now? What do I need to do to support myself right now? And it just means that you can give yourself the space to have that exploration of what's going off, and ultimately, getting more curious around your emotions. It might look like you take time to identify the emotions that you're feeling, And you take time to get really clear on them. If you are, by the way, someone who really struggles to identify your emotions, because I do know sometimes if we've not regularly identified what we feel, it feels unnatural. um, Drop me a DM on Instagram. um, Just saying, I've listened to the podcast. And I'll drop you over um, a copy of the Wheel of Emotion that I use with my clients. Um, Basically, it's just really useful for helping you explore your emotions. So yeah, um, if you want that, just pop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know that you've listened to the podcast and you just want the wheel of emotion or just DM me wheel or something like that. Um, and I'll send that over to you for absolute free. And it just means that you can use that wheel of emotion that I use my clients to help you begin identifying your emotions. So yeah, make sure to pop me that through if you do want a copy of that. Um, but the, the first thing really would be <clears throat> start identifying your emotions, getting more curious around what you're feeling. Or it might look like giving yourself the space to feel. Are you somebody who struggles to express your emotions? Are you somebody who feels like you've always got to be the positive one? And because you feel like you've always got to be the positive one, you're now blocking emotions and you're not letting yourself feel emotions because you think you've always got to be happy are you somebody who struggles to let yourself feel are you somebody who struggles to um you know just express or release emotion cry potentially maybe you've you've got this blockage with feeling that's not a bad thing on you that's just a thing that we go okay we accept it we're going to work on it because if we're always suppressing our emotions and never feeling them they build they build they build and it can lead to us turning to food as a coping mechanism because we're suppressing our emotions so it might look like getting more comfortable with giving yourself the permission to feel what you need to feel and to start expressing your emotions once again 
exploring that can be very useful. Are you somebody who struggles to identify emotions or do you struggle to actually give yourself the space to feel them? Do you feel like you've always got to be the positive one? That was a big one for me. I thought I always had to be the positive bubbly one because I'm quite like a bubbly personality anyway. And at one point on my emotional eating journey, I got so fixated on this mindset of like, I have to be the positive one, the one that people always turn to to cheer them up, the one that always picks people up, the one who's always there. And because of that, <clears throat> I created this identity that I was a positive one. And therefore, I could never show any other emotions to other people because it would go against me being that positive person. But actually, that's just toxic positivity. It's great to be bubbly if you are bubbly like I am, but it's also still safe to feel your emotions as well. So exploring that could be very useful. But going back to what I was saying, use your emotional eating as a call to action. Use it as a space to ask yourself what's going off right now. What am I feeling? What's happening? Because your emotions are coming up for a reason. Then when you've identified like what's going off, what can I do to support myself moving forward? So an example might be maybe you've been going uh, through a really stressful time at work, things have been really busy, a lot going off um, and you're noticing a lot of emotional eating. Maybe you take some time of yourself to go, okay, like what's going off right now? Like what am I feeling? You identify, I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling a lot of overwhelm and I'm feeling quite anxious and I'm feeling it because work's a lot. I'm working a lot at work, working on new projects. I'm coming home from work and all I'm doing is thinking about work and I'm struggling to switch off and my brain's on overdrive and I can't deal with what's going on so I'm just turning to food. So now what you've done is you've <clears throat> had this emotional eating happen and instead of beating yourself up about it, you've now explored it and you've identified what's going off. Your emotional eating was happening because of high levels of stress, overwhelm and anxiety. But because you've given yourself the space to get curious around that, you now know why it was happening. Do you see what I'm saying here? It's a call to action. And that's when you can go, oh, okay, well, I'm experiencing these emotions because of where, what can I do to support myself moving forward? Well, it might look like, well, logically, I can't change my work situation because I'm going through a busy phase right now. And I know that happens. But what I can do is have uh, some time in the morning for mindful practice to help set me up for the day. And I can also have evening boundaries to make sure I'm switching off from work. I'm not talking about work or I'm having downtime for me. I'm doing things that make me feel fulfilled to support me through this busy period. Or I'm going to get sufficient sleep, whatever it might look like. So now you've gone, I'm, I'm emotionally eating, I've explored it, it's because this is happening. And now I know that this is happening, I'm going to do X, Y, Z to help support me through this situation. Then in turn, that's going to then help manage those emotional eating urges and help you feel better around food. And that has all come from simply reframing your mindset around something. And this is why reframing is one of the most magical, transformational and powerful things to do on your journey, because it takes you from one situation to a completely different one and moves you to more of an aligned place. So what I'd recommend is start going through that process to help you use your emotional eating as a call to action. And I guarantee it's really, really, really going to help your food relationship and overcome this negativity that we can feel around emotional eating and move into more of a compassionate headspace. I really, really do hope that that episode has helped. I feel like I've just released so much within there, but I've been talking about this a lot recently and I know that it's going to support somebody on their journey. And if you are that somebody listening going, you're talking to me right now. I'm stuck in these battles with emotional eating and 
I really just want to start working through them and finding other mechanisms to help with dealing with my emotions. I want to start exploring my emotions more. I really want to start working on my food relationship, giving myself permission to eat, overcome these battles with food and just move into a place of more peace and more joy and more balance and more fulfillment. Then if you go to the link into the show notes, make sure to click on there and you can download the free food freedom blueprint. And on there, it basically takes you through how to heal your food relationship. And there's loads and loads and loads and loads of bits on there, all to do with emotional eating. Um, so it's gonna give you even more advice to help with your emotional eating and even more when it comes to your food relationship. So if you just go to the link in the show notes, click on the food freedom blueprint, um, pop your email it in and you'll get the free workshop strength sent straight to your email and you can start delving on into that let me know how you get on with the workshop as well there's so much useful content in there and it's really going to support you on your journey and there's also a little prize um and bonus and extra in there for you as well which you don't want to miss out on because it's freaking amazing the little the little the little gift that you get in there is bloody magical so make sure to go download that and delve your way into there as well but honestly a massive thank you for joining me um any questions anything you want to share please drop me a dm on instagram you know that i love to chat with you all and on that note thank you so much for joining me today and i'll speak to you all next week <laughs>